want so much sexual attention. Bombshell. Bombshell. Get ready for some awful cards. Good banter, good banter. I will never bring out that meme again. It sizzled. It sizzled. The banter was awful. It was very bad. This is a typical case of mansplaining. Great band. Great band in shoes. <laughs> this is Sophie. And this is Lizzie. Your resident bachelor experts coming to you with another episode of Batchy Band. That's right, where we band all about the last two episodes of The Bachelor Australia, week two. It is week two. Feels like week five ever already. <laughs> We're straight back into it. All views expressed in this podcast are in the spirit of the show. We do not know the contestants or The Bachelor personally. And as such, our commentary only relates to the world of The Bachelor television show as it is presented to us. Um, Disclaimer done. Disclaimer done. (laughs) So Wednesday night's ep uh, comes to us via Kira's commentary. Um, We set the scene with her able to recap everything that happened last week and continuously go over it and go over it. And, and then offer comments it. on everyone in the house, what she thinks. Look, it's great. You know, I'd love to have her on board. She obviously loves talking. Yeah, she'd be good for a podcast. Yeah, I would. Like, I'm not sure about her banter levels at the no, moment. No, no. But um, I did at, at one point think, like, has she taken Osha's job? I can't tell. Yeah. Because Osha went missing. Osha went rogue yeah, for a lot of it. Yeah, he did. But, but never fear, he did return to did. give out a date card. And the first single day of the night went to to none other than the freediving mermaid, Megan. Richie uh, did talk a lot about, you know, the importance of the single date and, you know, how it makes him, you know, want to get to know someone, particularly someone who's been, like, quite interested in and, like, needs to get to know a bit better. However, this does contradict his strategy last week where he went on a single date with Nikki purely because... She was the first one out of the limo, the first one that he met. That's right. He did make it really clear that I was like, tick in a box, tick job a box, done. A list. He had um, a list to go through. Maybe he's changed tactics. I think he's changed tactics. Yeah. I think he's playing the game probably the way he should. Yeah. Um, what wasn't a good call was the actual date. But Richie made it clear that because Megan's really into the water and like likes to be connected to that, that he wanted to take her to the water but I'm not sure where he thinks the water is. Because mm. he ended up taking her into the sky. Not even, like, looking on the water. It's kind of the other side. Because like, actually, like, twisted. So, like, yeah. they were looking at the houses. They were, like, suspended from a crane over water. This was, like, a very high um, surface they were sitting on. I don't even know what it was. Like, it was pretty scary. And I have to say, when you're hanging that high over water, when Richie says to you, I've got ya... I feel like that's pretty much the least comforting thing ever. Look, he was being, you know, he's a rope sales technician. He's a rope technician. Access. Access. Whatever it is. That that job. You know, I'm sure he's got a good ability to hold on to things. Mm -hmm. But loosely holding on a girl's hand while you're hanging off a crane maybe probably isn't the most reassuring thing. I got you, it's all good. You know what's like more safety conscious is... A harness. harness. And that's what they were both wearing. Richie, you haven't you got, haven't got her. her. The harness has. Let's pick this up, baby. Come on, Come Richie. on. <laughs> Two clear harnesses there. <laughs> so then from there, they go to somewhere closer to the ground. Like, oh, it's actually on the ground. I don't know where. Not some, in the water. No. On the ground. Some house somewhere. You did sky, land, not the water. Bad, Richie. Bad Come call. On. Um, But they go to some house. They chat. 
And then Richie leans in for the kiss. And then the cringe moment of the night occurs. Oh, it was a cringe. It was... Capital C cringe. She just does a solid... Face turn. Not a cock block. (laughs) No, Lizzie just... Lizzie just turned her face, but unfortunately this is a podcast, (laughs) so I need to say it. She turned her face to the side. He got the cheek kiss. She instantly, like, didn't know what happened, regretted it. But never fear. They went in for the pash later. Thank thank God. God. It was redeemed. And it was a pash. It was a beautiful pash. So after that, you know, pash and everything's going great, we unfortunately go straight into a group date. (sighs) Bunch of people on it. Where's the group date again? Um, I believe... Osh announced it. It was something to the effect of, Welcome to the roller ring! Product placement! There was a lot of product placement. A lot of product placement. We unfortunately cannot do product placement. That's why I did that rendition (laughs) of what Osh said. They did roller derby. Yes. In sumo suits. If that doesn't sound like your ideal date, then... Look, that's how you get the guy. That is so true. The one all, guy. All the, that's how you get the guy. Um, it was actually <laughs> really uneventful. What it really was was just Kira making comments. Yeah. Um, just really overdoing the villain. Um, throughout this whole entire episode, like this whole season, but really in this episode... She's just being, like, overplayed. Like, we get it, but yeah. there's other villainy characters I'd like to see and develop. And she's, like, really the only one who's getting airtime. Yeah, and she's really not that interesting. Like, yeah. it's getting almost ridiculous. She's being crazy, I think. Like, some of the stuff she's saying is just... It's, like, overdoing it. Overdoing it. Like, it's it's getting, like, very yeah. scripted, I feel. Like, she must be being told to say Kira, some of the stuff. if you do need tips on how to be a villain... Uh, we may be introducing them later on as well. Probably not how to be a villain. I feel like they're not tips we can offer, but we can just offer you better things from to experience. say. From, from experience. From bachelor experience. Exactly. The roller derby also, like, it was a challenge, so it was like a team one. I don't know how. It was such a boring... Yeah, it didn't make any sense. That people just, like, rolled around. Like, it was sports. There was, like, one good cockroach line. About a person looking like a dead cockroach on the floor. Which and the only reason funny. that was good was because Sophie killed a cockroach beforehand. Such <laughs> that foresh- we felt a connection to it. It was such foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, but the prize for winning this awful date was a car. <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only. And then you could drive away from this house. But no, the prize was a, uh, a street party. Yes. Yes, yeah, so they obviously couldn't afford a venue. No. And went for a street party instead. Yes. Uh, the street party had Messina ice cream. Gelato Messina. Product placement. That's all I could tell you. Various other goodies, I'm um, sure. Richie, like any good bachelor, tried to use this as a way to get you know, one-on-one time with some of the girls he hadn't um, you know, talked to really before. But what really shone through in these like little one-on-one times is we talked about this last pod, but it's his ability to just not commute, like not have any good conversation. Yeah, bad bent. He so he sat down with uh, with Janie, who's our fairy tale princess, Talina. I think that's how you say it. I apologize, and uh, and also Tiffany, who was very held, held a very strong plank uh, in the first week. Yeah. What we also mentioned on the last podcast was with Richie's bad bant is we would be willing to offer some tips. And Richie, listen in, because this is your first tip. This is your first tip. The first and only question he asked Janie was, do you like sports? 
what's a girl gonna answer? Like, and obviously she's like, no, she's a fairy tale princess. She does her own thing. That's cool. But he just like doesn't lead that into anything else. Like, oh, like what else are you into? Like, come on, like give me something more. Yeah, let me learn about you. Oh, you like sports? Cool. Oh, you don't like sports? Cool. What do you like? Yeah. No, none of that. Just, oh, all right. That's pretty much it. So, yeah. Richie, our tip for you is don't ask questions that don't lead to anything else. Yeah. Always go for the extra pull. Rope technician, come on. hey good one. Good one. So the street party never goes off. Nothing happens. I don't know what they define a party as. I yeah. really <laughs> need the producers to get out a dictionary, look up what the meaning of a party is. And also street, because I don't know where this was. That's, yeah, that wasn't a street. <laughs> <laughs> so then we move to the cocktail party. Um, same old, same old, really, except the ever-frustrating White Rose. Yeah. This time Alex doesn't use it. Instead, Richie comes over and goes, you know, I can take you to a special little place. Yeah, he was kind of like, you don't actually need to use the rose. I can still take you away for private time. Richie, why? When they get in there, Alex says that she's uh, come, come up with a nickname for it, and that's the Batch Ooh. Cave. Look. A little bit underwhelming. Yeah, I think you could have done better, girlfriend. You've had a lot of time. You're in this mansion slash prison. Come on, girl. We can do better than this. For sure. We're going to help you. And listeners, you can help her as well. We're going to think of a better name. You can email us at batchybandpodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet us at batchy underscore band. Your suggestions for a better nickname than the Batch Cave. Preferably something starting with B because, hey, alliteration. (laughs) Gotta love it. What really shone through, however, while the um, Richie and Alex were, you know, swanning away in their batch cave, was all the girls down below really, like, this is the second time this white rose has come in to really, like, play, and people understandably are getting annoyed. Like, it would be quite frustrating, especially for the people who haven't been on a date, mm-hmm. to then, like, be like, okay, the cocktail party, like, that's, like, normally in the show's progression where they're able to talk and, like... Get a chance to talk to Richie. But, yeah, Alex has had, like, a lot of time with him. However, the difference here is that Alex didn't use her white rose. Which she was accused of a lot of times. Yeah, but he approached her. And the girls were all being so cruel and so angry about them having one-on-one time again and blaming Alex, saying she didn't stick to her word. She said she wouldn't use the white rose. And this just got us thinking, like, why... Are these girls hating each other so much? Like, they need to chill. They've got their facts wrong. And that brings us to our new segment, Batchy Bant Breaks It Down. This is where we talk about a more of a serious angle on the show. Yeah. The show is quite, you know, controversial in, you know, some of its subject matters. And I think especially the girls' relationship with each other... Um, it's quite interesting what they show and what they don't show. Yeah, and obviously we can only comment on what is what we're actually seeing, so we don't know yeah. what it's actually like. Yeah. Um, but essentially what we wanted to have like a brief talk about today is the the girls hating girls. Why? Like Yeah. That was insane. They were so They would yeah, they just didn't like allow her to have like any chance to explain herself. Exactly. Um and like she made like she wasn't even holding the rose, which was what she's meant to do. There needs to be a bit of perspective coming through. Like this is a dating show. The end game, you know, is to get with a guy. 
you you're all on this together yeah, as you, well. Yeah, you can't just, like, kick a sister, you know, to the curb. You're all here for the same reason. Yeah. You just help each other out, be nice, you know. Yeah. I think this is a huge difference, really, with The Bachelorette and The Bachelor. Absolutely, because I think one thing I really noticed, um, Australia has only had one season of The Bachelorette, but on that season, the guys in the house got along so well. They were all buddies. They were all really respectful of each other having their time with The Bachelorette. Um, This obviously is also in the editing. So, like, it's kind of, you know, what we're getting shown. So I think there's a huge kind of parallel with, like, having girls fighting each other versus, like, boys being mates. Like, it's kind of, like, an interesting... Yeah, absolutely. And I think we would be curious to know, like, how much of it is real and also, like, how much of the producers structure because there is that age-old thing of just, like, pitting girls against each other because it's easy and it is entertaining. Yeah. And, like, obviously there are friends. Speaking of friends, in the rose ceremony, uh, Janie, Talina and Tiffany all left their mates. They all went home. Maybe. They might be best friends. Maybe not. They went home, and coincidentally, they are the three girls that Richie spoke to at the street party. One comment we would make is, you can't send someone home based on do you like sports. It's just, Richie, like, didn't give them the chance, and I think, to, like, actually shine and, like, you know, Actually, yeah, Yeah. tell him about themselves. If I was on a dating show and that was the question, if that was the question just in dating in life, I would straight up be sent home home like every time. Hey yo. <laughs> you know what I need Sophie? I think I need a break. So you may be familiar with the popular game Kiss, Marry, Kill in which uh, you're given three people and you have to decide which one of them you would kiss, which one of them you would marry and which one of them you would kill. We have uh, taken this common game and uh, classic Batchy Bant twist on it. Mm-hmm. So our game is called Bang, Berry, Bench. Bang, berry, bench. Bang, berry, bench. And we're taking our three top picks from last week. Um, I'm going to put them to the test. Okay, so um, to recap, we both had the same top three contestants and they are Elena, Alex and Megan. So Lizzie, I'm going to put the question to you first. Of those three, who would you bang, bury and bant with? Right, I have to go with the easiest. Um, I would definitely have to bang Elena, Mm -hmm. no question about it. Mm -hmm. The next two are hard. Yeah. Because you either have to bury Alex, who's a mother... And, like, you're, like, that's pretty harsh. A mum. Or you have to kill someone who's, like, really connected to the sea. So she may have, like, sea powers and, like, come up in revenge. Ooh. Um, I think I'm going to bant more with Alex. Uh Uh-huh. Just because I think we're more, like, I'm not really into free diving that much. So I'm not sure me and I will have a strong connection, as they commonly refer to on The Bachelor. But, so yeah, that's my choice. I will bang Elena, I will bury Megan, and I will bang Alex. And I have to say, as you were saying that, Lizzie, I agree with everything you said. I couldn't kill a mother because that's just really brutal. Really brutal. <laughs> um, and I would definitely bang Elena yeah. for sure. And, uh, and I think, yeah, unfortunately, Megan's going to have to go back, go back to the sea. Rip. R.I.P. <laughs> Okay, and so then alongside our top three characters, we're also going to play the game with, uh, so far, some of the season's most colourful characters. That's right. We've seen some interesting characters this season. We have 
the Cinderella fairy tale. Uh, Janie, we have the ever-singing, flamboyant Eliza. And then we have Kira. Well, the, the, we all know about Kira. Yeah, the, the villain. The to, villain. To say the least. All right. Sophie, Bangberry Band to Janie, Eliza and Kira. Okay. I think I would have to bury Janie only because I think there's only so much fairy tale I can take. Valid. There's only so many references and also there's only so much optimism I can take. <laughs> Very bad. Um, so I'd have to bury Janie. I think I would have to bang Kira because she is pretty hot. Like she was yeah. pulling off that black dress. Yeah, she really was. She, she did a good job. And so I guess that means I would have to banter Liza, banter with Eliza, but I'm not sure how the band would be. Um, I don't know how much singing would be involved. Like I'm a little unsure about that choice, to be honest, but I think of the three, she'd be my best bet. Yeah. To bant with. I think you're right. I would definitely have to agree. Unfortunately, we can't have an argument. Unfortunately, we have made the exact same decision on both. <laughs> but please feel free to play your own version of Bang Berry Bant at home. And send us your results via Twitter page at Banshee underscore Bant. And that's it for this week on Bang Berry Bant. So then we go to episode two, Thursday night's episode. Let's just jump straight into Faith's single date. Yeah, so the first single date of the night goes to Faith, the very happy, fun kind of girl. She had a great pun when she first met Richie about like, have Faith around and you'll all be good. Yeah. Um, which I appreciated. So I'm glad she's getting a bit of showtime. Sorry, Kira, not your moment right now. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so the clue for the date was shaken, not stirred, or shaken and stirred. Yeah. I don't know. It was a poor version of a James Bond reference with some really poor ripoff of James Bond music as well. <laughs> Richie pulls up in a boat. Uh, Faith, honey, it's not a yacht. Just to answer your question. Um, yeah, she does ask, is this a yacht? No, it's what a... Uh, what do you call a speedboat? Yeah, I think if you have to ask the question, is this a yacht? It's uh, it's probably not a yacht. Yeah. Look, some questions are probably left not asked. So one of the greatest things about this date, which has taken the show, like, this is now F4 to really get, is Richie having, like, a genuine conversation with someone. Mm, laughs. And, like, laughing. Like, they're actually able to have, like, playful banter. And it's really nice to finally see that moment and see, like, yes, we can have some fun in this show. Like, Absolutely. Nothing. Yeah. And here's our reaction to Richie discovering bands. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I missed was that just bands? Whoa. I think it was. And he was, like, laughing. The main highlight, I would say, of this whole date was Dennis. Dennis, the bartender. Mm. He had moves. He had skills. He was shaking those drinks. He was stirring those drinks. He knew what he was doing. He stole the show. Bring back Dennis. Another highlight of the date is uh, the moment that we realise how hot Richie actually is. And this is brought to us by a pool. Richie and um, Faith play a bit of uh, water basketball, uh, a date staple. And if you just listen here, you'll hear the moment when we have this realisation. When the sun's glistening on his, on his beautiful purpose. skin. Okay. Oofed, oofed. Whoa! <laughs> 10 out of 10 would do. Um, so after the Faith date, we then go, as a bit of, you know, Kira commentary, 
here and there. Normal stuff, bit of um, wash. But uh, so we have the group date uh, where they learn the waltz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kira gets right in there, gets Richie as her partner. Yeah, all the other girls pair off with each other. Apparently it's very tense and dramatic. There's this lot of music just like going on. A lot of air time. People getting annoyed at Kira, Kira having being annoyed at others, like it was the same old, same old. Yeah. Kira wins this best dance. Richie claims that's like a dance competition. Mm. I wanted to see drops. Yeah. I wanted someone to break down. I want to see the worm. Yeah, come on, like let's get some creativity here. Some actual competitive dancing. Yes. Are you uh did you used to <laughs> I did, I did used to do hip-hop dance, so I was yes. ready to see that. Look, Sophie was getting the moves out, she was telling them what to do. <laughs> but no, they just did the classic old waltz and it was, yeah. Yeah. Kira wins um, to have one-on-one time with Richie. She does a controversial, oh no, this doesn't mean I get a single date. Oh, boo-hoo, let me cry some more. Oh, ungrateful, as one of the girls said. And then, yeah, Kira walks out in this gorgeous puppy Get dress. On. Um, which she thinks she looks nice in. Everyone else is like, oh, it looks awful. Meh, 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 Being meh. mean again. Then they just go and dance somewhere. That was the date. Just to compare, the Faith date, you know, there's lots of fun. Like, there's a good amount of energy. It was in exciting. Those kind of... It was a date that I wanted to be on. Yeah. They said their cheeks were hurting from smiling. Our cheeks were hurting from yeah. smiling. Like, it was a great energy. And, like, Richie really shone as well. Like, he, yeah. you could see that he was, like, having a good time. And, like, actually, like, having a date with someone. Yeah. Having but... a fun time, which is what you should have on a date. Yeah. Um, whereas the group date, it just looks so rigid. Obviously, they're doing the waltz. How, like, free-flowing can you do? Yeah. But there's really, like, no opportunity for them to laugh and, like, you know, have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I know the group dates are, like, a pretty weird, <laughs> weird concept, but they really are nowhere near as entertaining as, like, the really good single dates. So Kira comes home, twirling around in her little ball gown. She's on cloud nine, as she says. Yes, repeatedly. Uh, but she's brought back down to earth by Eliza with some silly comment about her, like, being ungrateful earlier on in the boring group date. Like, it was so irrelevant and so unnecessary So to bring just up. petty as just well. Just so like, petty. Oh, Kira, like, I just want to bring it up a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, that, was a good, that was a really good impersonation of Thank Eliza you. just then. No, call me... Eliza Beth for nothing. Hey And so then later at the cocktail party, um, Eliza tries to apologize to Kira for that comment that also doesn't go down so well. Because clearly Kira was cut very deep, which she also didn't need to be, even though it was an unnecessary comment. Another person who was weirdly cut deep mm. was Alex. She yeah. was crying because she hadn't seen Richie. She's had a lot of and time with Richie. She's just and she's even going on how she about how she's worried she might not be hanging around. Like he won't give her a rose. It's just like, oh my god, come on. Like you've literally had the most time with him, girlfriend. Yeah. Not only did Richie give her a rose, but he said something like he said, Oh, why didn't you use the white rose tonight? Dude, there's other people you meant to talk to in the cocktail party exactly. than just the one person. She didn't use the white rose because she's used it before and no one else has had a chance to talk yeah. to you. And so she was just like, I'll give them a chance. Yeah. And a good example of people we haven't heard from are people who went home tonight mm-hmm. was Sophie and Marja. Yeah. We... Ooh, I'm sorry if I pronounced that name wrong. All I really know about Marja is that she wanted a yogi bear, which, she... cool. Maybe Richie was a yogi bear. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll never know because we never got to hear from them, which is a real shame. And I really hope that Richie starts kind of talking to more people before he sends them home. Ooh, hey. 
Let's, like, start basics. He can't talk to people. Come on now. He needs to get some more bent under his belt before he yes, can talk he did to well them. with Faith. So let's keep that up. Mm-hmm. Keep listening, Richie, for our tips. Yep, there'll be more to come. And that's it for this week, folks. Also, we've just started a Spotify account. So you can follow us, uh, Batchy Bent, and we're posting 10 songs. 10 songs that relate to these two episodes in some way. Yes. So have a listen um, and see if you can, you know, draw the connections yourself as well. And tweet us the connections as well. Yeah, and tweet us your favourites. And yeah. any recommendations as well. Veggie Bear would not be possible without the help of Linus and John and our wonderful listeners. To keep up to date with everything Batchy Bant, check out our Twitter at Batchy underscore Bant.